I pray thee, hold me excused. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Today is Corpus Christi Sunday, and this is the great week when we celebrate the Holy Eucharist. St. Thomas Aquinas, who wrote many texts about the Blessed Sacrament, he composed this beautiful verse, O sacred banquet, in which Christ becomes our food, the memory of his passion is renewed, the soul is filled with grace, and a pledge of future glory is bestowed. In today's Gospel, our Lord's tells a parable about the great banquet. The background of the story is this. Our Lord was invited for a supper at the home of a Pharisee. And at the banquet, one of the guests who sat at the table with Jesus, he was inspired by the good meal to say, blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Jesus then started his parable about who shall enter the kingdom of God. There was a rich man who sent out invitations for a great banquet. For a formal dinner, the hosts always send out invitations. Just like in today's parable, no one is obliged to accept the invitation, but if you do accept it, your host also expects you to show up. In our Lord's time, when the day of the event arrived, the host sent a servant to remind the invited guests of their engagement, and also to accompany them to it. So in this parable, the host sends his servant to pick up the guests who were invited. But then the unexpected happened. As the scripture says, they began all at once to make excuse. Those invited now told the servant who had come for them that they will not come to the banquet after all. All the excuses they offered, they are rather flimsy. The first man masquerades his selfishness as politeness. He has purchased some land and he must lock it over at once. So he says, I pray thee, hold me excused. But that's exactly what it was, an excuse. The man had obviously already closed the deal and now owned the property. And as the land would certainly not disappear overnight, there was no urgent need for him to lock it over again, especially when a friend was counting on him for supper. The second man, he had no better reason 
than the first. He had purchased some oxen and chooses this evening of them all to go and try them. So he too, with all too transparent insincerity, masked as politeness, says, I pray thee, hold me excused. The third man does not even feign politeness. He is short on words, almost insulting. He has married a wife and cannot come. The host of the banquet is understandably irritated at such shabby treatment. He now acts to show everyone that he is not dependent upon such ungrateful crowd. His unworthy guests, they can easily be replaced, and he shall have his banquet just the same. So he sends his servant again to the streets and lanes of the city, and now bring in the poor, the lame, and the blind. The banquet table must be filled. And he says to his servant, but I say to you that none of those men that were called shall taste my supper. There will be no room left for those who had declined the invitation if they should suddenly change their minds and decide to come. In this way, Jesus proclaims a veiled warning to the Pharisees. They should not neglect God's invitation to enter the kingdom of heaven. For just as the host can have his banquet without the guests first invited, so also can God establish his kingdom without them if they do not wish to end. Dear faithful and dear children, today we will have the first Holy Communion of these children. They have already been invited to supper at the banquet of our Lord. The invitation has been sent when they were confirmed, and it is now time for them to answer to this invitation and come. As the scripture says, O oh, taste and see that the Lord is sweet. These children have already received the sacrament of confirmation, which made them soldiers of Jesus Christ. The church law states very clearly that the sacrament of confirmation must be administered at the age of about seven years. It's not permitted to anyone when occasion rises to neglect it and receive this sacrament and invitation for Holy Communion. Unfortunately, in this country, the parishes sometimes had the custom of deferring the administration of confirmation because the clergy unfortunately saw it sometimes as some sort of 
church graduation ceremony. It's not like that. Confirmation is an essential strengthening which the soul must receive so that he can be strong soldier of Christ. So that's why Bishop Dolan was always very strict that Saint Gertrude follows the church law and administers confirmation at the same time with First Holy Communions. He also told us a story about a priest who tried in vain to have a pastor to follow the church law and have the little children confirmed. And this pastor received and uh, gave the objection that, oh, that's not the custom here. And the frustrated father answered to that, our Lord said, I am the way and the truth and the life. He didn't say, I am the custom. Saint Pius X himself, the Pope who allowed little children to receive communion, he knew that the new soldiers of Christ, of Christ, they also need to be fed. But he had to face some objectors himself. They said that Holy Communion is so sacred that before receiving, one should be more wise than a small child is. But the Pope maintained, if children are able to love the Savior, then they are also able to take him to their hearts. When they can understand that the host is not ordinary bread, then they know enough. Then they know everything they need to know to receive Holy Communion. You are a baptized and confirmed member of the Catholic Church, and therefore you are invited. Do not excuse yourself, yourself of this sacred banquet. If you have a reason not to go, namely deliberate mortal sin, or you're not fasting, of course, then you couldn't go. But if you don't have a reason, but mere excuses, then don't excuse yourself. Never think that you're not worthy enough to receive. Every time when priest distributes Holy Communion, he reminds you that you indeed are not worthy, but that this sacrament is meant to heal your soul and safeguard you to eternal life. And today, as our Lord told us to receive, it is necessary also that we humble ourselves. God doesn't need us to be happy, but we need him to be happy forever in heaven. In our school hallway, there is the statue of child Jesus who holds a book saying, if you love me, 
follow me. It, it is those who hear the word of God and keep it, namely those who live according to the commandments, who will eat of bread in the kingdom of heaven. Those who would feel that they are entitled to a place in the kingdom, they don't have much chance of obtaining it. If you love God and want to go to heaven, you need the sacraments and you need to keep yourself away from mortal sin. To the end, I want to remind everyone, especially the young people, and also remind the parents to tell their children often that it is perfectly possible to live your whole life without ever committing a mortal sin. It's hard, but that's why we do have the sacraments, to keep us in the state of grace. But because the dangers of the world are so great, it's also essential that the parents warn their children often that if you should ever commit a mortal sin, you must say the act of contrition immediately and promise to go to confession as soon as possible. It's even possible to live throughout your whole life without ever committing even a deliberate venial sin, though this is a grace granted to only very few chosen souls, like St. Therese, the little flower. The motto of St. Dominic Savio was death rather than sin. Our Lord told us to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, and He would never have done it had He not also given us the means and grace necessary to do it. It's impossible to live one's life without committing at least an indeliberate venial sin. Those are maybe the little fights or some hurtful words and so on, what we do without thinking. That's why no matter if it has been a good day or a bad day, a child should never go to sleep without saying the act of contrition and a prayer for his guardian angel. And that's not a bad advice for adults either. If you feel worthless or graceless, come to his sacred banquet. There your soul is filled and you are pledged to see Jesus in heaven. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.